0: Good afternoon and welcome to another episode of Sherborne Voices Podcast with me, Sue Hill. This is episode 43 for Wednesday the 16th of March 2022. I want to start today by mentioning a little girl called Florence, who has been playing by the post office on a couple of occasions to collect money for the DEC Ukraine Humanitarian Appeal, and as of a couple of days ago, she had collected £823 for the appeal, and I just thought that was worthy of mention. Well done Florence. Apparently she's been featured in the West Dorset magazine on BBC Radio Solent with a live interview on The Breakfast Show and a lovely sketch of her has been done by our local artist Lawrence Belbin as a little souvenir for her. Rachel Goodfellow of the Hidden Needs Trust I know is still collecting and storing items to go to help the Ukrainian refugees uh, and anything that can't be sent on to them will be used for local people in need. So you can contact Rachel on 07516
1: For a very long time I have been supporting the Sherbourne Food Bank. Now one of my good friends is deeply involved with the Food Bank and he has sent me an update now this is his wording, and it's, um, I don't say lengthy, but just listen to what I've got to say. The Sherborne Food Bank is a heading. From humble beginnings, over ten years ago, the Sherborne Food Bank is sadly now one of the most important registered charities in our town and surrounding villages, providing basic food supplies to some of our most needy residents. There are multiple and complex reasons as to why our clients have fallen on hard times and ours is not to judge. Unlike most food banks around the country, we do not have a shop, he says, but instead operate a weekly delivery service on Friday morning. Our clients are referred to us by a variety of agents, such as Citizens Advice Bureau, the Rendezvous, Magna Housing, the Health Centres, our schools and churches, to name but a few. Typically, They provide between 25 and 35 family units per week, depending on time of year and other external conditions, such as those which affect unemployment. The food bank is not designed to be a long-term solution, and most of the clients are on our books, he says, for three to six weeks. The Citizens Advice Bureau is the preferred referral agency as they offer multiple services to help their clients get back onto their feet and not become long-term food bank dependent. The food bank suppliers are blessed by the generosity of you, the good people of Sherbourne, in the filling of food bank boxes at our supermarkets, Sainsbury's Waitrose and The Cooperative, with much of the food required week by week. So, a big thank you from the Sherborne Food Bank, but also a request that food donations are kept mainly to the staple items. In addition to the above, monetary donations are also welcome. And all I can tell you is the following information. You can visit the website www.sherbournefoodbank.org or their telephone number Monday to Friday is o seven eight five four one six three eight six nine and the email address is help at sherbornefoodbank dot org. So come on, lovely listeners, support the Sherborne Food Bank and give benefit to those who may be not as lucky as you or I. Thank
0: you. Thanks to Andrew McElwee there for his recording of some information about the Sherbourne Food Bank. I'll move on to our what's-on items for this episode. And there's a free spring organ recital in Sherbourne School Chapel on Thursday the 24th of March at 7.30pm. As far as I can make out, the tickets are free, but you probably have to book because they give the phone number 1935 812249 or you can email tickets at sherborne.org Now there are two organs in the school chapel and they will both be used for this recital. So if you like organ music and I can think of a few people who do put the date in your diary. Dorset Council has announced that they will be giving free parking in all council car parks this coming weekend to help Fiverfest. And you will remember from last week that Jane Wood sent in a piece about Fest and how a number of shops and businesses are offering special offers for £5 to encourage people back into the town. And having free parking will be a big help. So thank you to Dorset Council for that. And thank you to whoever, probably Jane Wood, it was who asked them to do it. On Saturday the 26th of March at 7 o'clock in Lewiston School Chapel, this time, Lewiston Choral Society will be offering a concert with Staple Hill Band of the Salvation Army, as part of the 70th anniversary celebrations of the Friends of the Yetman Hospital. Tickets are £12, including refreshments, or £10 for Lewiston parents, and Lewiston pupils are free. Proceeds will be split between the Friends of the Yetman Hospital and the Salvation Army Ukrainian Appeal. To book, go to www.. Ticket taylor that's all one word, ticket, T A I L O R, tickettailor.com forward slash events and look for Lewiston School. The announcement I got says one of the pieces we're singing is One Day More from Les Miserables. The words are so relevant to the Ukrainians today, leaving their menfolk behind to fight. I did actually watch the whole of the concert performance of Les Miserables the other night. I've I've seen bits of it before, but I watched the whole thing. It really is a good show. I'd forgotten how good it was. Next Monday, the 21st of March, at 6pm, there's another concert in Sherbourne School Chapel. This is Festival Evensong for St Joseph's Day. Sherbourne School Chamber Choir will perform, directed by James Henderson, and Peter Bray will play the organ, as well as Daniel Blaze, who's an organ scholar. Tickets, again, are free. Contact the school on 01935 or email tickets at org. I've got one that's on the 9th of April, but I suspect it could get sold out quite quickly. So, this is a morning, 10 till 12.30, on Saturday, April the 9th. Secrets of an Antiques Auctioneer. A morning with Gary Bat from Duke's, who is Duke's senior valuer. There's an exclusive auction of promises. There's Hot or Not, a fun quiz to test your valuation skills. Refreshments and a raffle. Tickets are £10, pre-booked please, under-12s are free and you can get them from the Spa and the White Hart in Yetminster. You can phone 01935 873 421 or email p c c s e c. Yes, that stands for Parish Council's Secretary, something like that. P-C-C-S-E-C dot yetminster at gmail dot com. And it's organised by the Friends of St Andrews. But you'll need to ask where it is when you book your ticket. The next meeting of the Repair Cafe is on Saturday the 19th of March, so just coming up from 10 to 1 as usual at the Cheap Street Church Hall. And it says, please note registration for repairs closes at 12.15. So don't leave it until the last minute. The good news is they're now able to accept card payments for your donations. After the first two sessions in October and November, they realised that many of us no longer carry cash and that it would be easier to have a machine. And so That's what they've done. Donations help to keep this not-for-profit organisation going. The committee, repairers and hosts volunteer their time to run the cafe, both behind the scenes and on the day. And they're also grateful for donations of sweet treats from local independent businesses like Oliver's, the Pear Tree Cafe and Cafe Fontana. The Repair Café is dedicated to providing our community with a convenient way to repair items that may otherwise just sit in a cupboard or worse, end up in the landfill. Our goal, they say, is a win for our guests and a win for the planet. Anything that cannot be repaired is logged and sent to the International Repair Café Organisation, which in turn uses the data to pressure big companies to make items more easily repairable. Oh, that's clever. Yes, well done, Repair Café International. Anyway, if you have something to be repaired, take it down to Cheap Street Church Hall this coming Saturday between 10 and 1. And a reminder that this is the middle weekend of Totally Locally Fiverr Fest, As I mentioned earlier, the £5 special office from UK's Independent Shops and Businesses, and in our case, Sherborne Independent Shops and Businesses. It runs until the 26th of March, but don't leave it to the last minute. You can nip into town and have a coffee and cake and see what else is available in other shops. A reminder that the plant fair, the specialist plant fair that I mentioned a couple of weeks ago, it's getting closer. It's on the 26th of March at 10am in the Digby Hall. And the Spring Baroque Concert of Baroque Music for Lent and Easter, performed by Sherborne Chamber Choir and Sherborne Baroque Players, is taking place this coming Saturday, the nineteenth, at seven thirty p.m. in Sherborne Abbey, and you can get tickets from www.sherbournechamberchoir.org.uk dot choir dot uk. The breeze ladies only cycle ride this coming Saturday. Saturday is going to be busy. This Saturday afternoon is starting in Yetminster. And they welcome newcomers and those returning to riding their bikes. It's a steady ride on quiet back lanes with coffee and tea and cake and a chat after if you'd like to. You can book on to this cycle ride at www.letsride.co.uk and look for the Yetminster Breeze Ride. The Exchange Sturman's to Newton has this month's film on Thursday the 24th, that's mm, week tomorrow, at 7pm, and the film is Mothering Sunday. A maid living in post-World War I England secretly plans to meet with the man she loves before he leaves to marry another woman. Hmm, that doesn't bode well. Tickets are only £5. The amateur players Sherborne have another play starting next Monday the 21st until Saturday the 26th at 7.30pm and they're doing Educating Rita by Willie Russell. Great play. Tickets are 10 or £12 and they are available now if they have some left. You can go online wwwapps sherborneco Dot uk or telephone 07786 070093 and that will be in their studio theatre on the corner of Marston Road and the Coombe. A note from the membership secretary of the Sherbourne Historical Society as a reminder that there is a talk tomorrow evening which is preceded by the AGM at 7.45pm. And this will be the last talk of the season, and the new season will start at the end of September. Those of you who are members will know that they are producing a growing list of recordings of the talks, so if you miss any, you can go online and watch a recording of the talk you missed this week's talk tomorrow, Thursday the 17th of March. The talk itself starts at 8pm in the Digby Hall in Hound Street, and it's Collingwood Cherry Ingram, The Englishman Who Saved Japan's Blossoms. This is a talk from Naoko Abe, who is a Japanese journalist and non-fiction writer, and her book Cherry Ingram, the Englishman who saved Japan's blossoms, was chosen as Book of the Week by BBC Radio 4. So that should be interesting. Dorset County Orchestra is performing a spring concert on Saturday the 26th of March at 7.30pm in Granson Hall, Sherborne Girls' School. It's a rather nice programme. There's Mozart's Overture to the Marriage of Figaro, Dvorak's Cello Concerto, Schumann's Symphony No. 3, early bird £10 tickets, cash only from Winston's Bookshop in Cheap Street and Sherborne, or on the door, £12 cash or card payment. Under-18s are free with a paying adult. I went for a stroll to Paddock Garden yesterday, and here's what I thought of it. I've taken a little walk down to Paddock Gardens to inspect the changes that are here. I'm getting a bit of a thing about going and inspecting changes. The, the pathways have been resurfaced. I don't know what it is, perhaps some kind of resin flooring, uh, flooring for a garden. You know what I mean. But it looks very nice and it's very easy to walk on for people. The daffodils are out, there's some nice hellebores about as well. But it's still early days for the flowers. And if it wasn't for the street cleaning machine that you can probably hear in the background, it would be lovely and peaceful. (laughs) There's one or two people sitting in here. the end of an afternoon so it's starting to get a bit nippy again but if you haven't been down on a day when the street cleaning truck isn't going around it's a lovely thing to do to come down here and just sit oh lots of crocuses out as well oh and things that don't look like crocuses but i'm not good enough to know what they are the other thing i like about it is that they've put (gasps) oh lots of primroses i've just spotted Takes me straight back to my childhood seeing primroses. I was saying, the thing that I like particularly that they have provided is bins. So people can come and have a sandwich for lunch and a cup of coffee and then put their rubbish in the appropriate receptacle. Oh, I've just happened on a bit with lovely heliballs, different colors. Let me take a photograph of those. So Yes. Don't forget our lovely parks and gardens that we have in Sherborne, that are so nice to visit. And I've never noticed before the, the board that has a picture of Sherborne House and the gardens. It tells you a little bit about the history of it. And there used to be cottages, a row of cottages facing onto Newland where Paddock Gardens are now. And they were destroyed in 1735 to open the view across the valley to the hills for the owner of Sherborne House. And the ground was used as a paddock, ah, hence the name, for his household. The foundations of the original cottages still lie beneath the present garden. Oh, that would be interesting. I stopped at that point because I was getting closer to the street cleaning truck. If you haven't been down recently, because of course it's been closed while they did the work on the pathways, it's worth a trip down because the surface is now very good for wheelchairs and prams uh, and isn't going to get muddy and horrible. So definitely improves a visit to Paddock Garden. Just a few public service announcements today. The Grove Medical Center is doing spring booster clinics for COVID 19 vaccinations. These will be on Thursday, the 31st of March and Friday, the 1st of April for patients over the age of 75 or those over 12 with a weakened immune system. Now, it's only those two groups who are entitled to these boosters. And the two dates I've just given you are the only two dates available. So the medical centre says if you are unable to make either of the clinics, then you need to contact NHS 119 to find another local vaccination centre. Eligible patients will receive a text or email message over the next couple of days inviting you to click on the link to book into one of these clinics. If you do not use a mobile phone or have internet access, then you will need to call the practice during the afternoon to make an appointment. Showboard Community Kitchen is looking for motivated volunteers for a number of roles If you're interested in helping their efforts, please pop into the kitchen at the Raleigh Hall in Digby Road on a Thursday or a Friday between 10.30 and 12.30 to meet the team and find out more. Read Easy Blackmore Vale North is looking for one or two coordinators to join their friendly team. So if you've got time and the interest to join this small team, you can contact Murray at Blackmore Vale North, all one word, Blackmore Vale North at readeasy.org.uk. Read Easy supports the adult readers whose lives are changed as they learn to read. And coordinators are the linchpins who support the coaches and readers on their journeys. Nothing happens without them. You need to have good organisational skills and understand the barriers that hold people back. So if you'd like to help, get in touch with Murray, Blackmorevale Vale, North, at readeasy.org.uk. Last week, I spoke about Michael Mosley's series of podcasts about doing just one thing to improve your health and well-being. And I think I mentioned the one about standing up. Well, I went out and purchased what is called a standing desk converter. To actually buy a standing desk, a full standing desk, it's a lot of money. But this converter, which is like a very large tray that you can put your laptop and screens etc on and it's gas propulsion to lift it up and down and you can adjust it to whatever height you need it just sits on top of your desk or table you can take it anywhere i'm planning on taking it into the conservatory to work once the uh, weather picks up so i thought i would share that with you because Quite a number of people are working from home still and in fact my neighbours are, uh, she's gone from three days at home to four days at home and is concerned about how much time she's spending sitting. So for under 50 pounds, which isn't chicken feed, but in comparison to having a big desk at hundreds of pounds, it seems to me quite a good idea and... uh, Mine has changed my life. I stand up. more. I'm more upright. My posture is better than when I'm sitting at a computer. And of course, you can do little marching on the spot if you feel so inclined. So it's, I think, a worthwhile investment, certainly for me. And uh, if others are interested, then I would say have a little look at what you can get online. You just need to Uh, google standing desk converter and you should have endless amounts of choice the next one i've got hooked on from michael mosley is standing on one leg apparently he brushes his teeth standing on one leg and then swaps to the other leg but of course our balance is very important i remember a chiropractor saying to me years ago if you want to live a long life practice standing on one leg because so many times, as people get older, they fall, and that causes can cause all manner of ongoing problems. So I'm now trying to balance. I can balance quite well with my eyes open, but can't balance for very long with my eyes shut. And I did find a site, but I haven't saved it, so I'll look out for it and tell you next week. But it gives information about how long you should be able to stand on one leg with your eyes open and with your eyes closed according to your age. So I'll tell you more about that next week. Finally, if you haven't come across the roadworks and therefore the delays between Sherbourne and Yeovil, be warned they came into force this week and will continue for a month. The A30 is particularly bad between Babylon Hill and the junction with Light Road on the way into Yeovil. When I was there today it was better on the way out but I wasn't travelling at rush hour and it took me 30 minutes to get from the bottom of Babylon Hill into Yeovil to park up at the cinema. So that gives you an idea of how much time you need to allow if you're going into Yeovil. So be warned if you know of other routes, I suggest you look into taking them. And I've also seen signs at Higher Cheap Street saying it will be closed 7pm to 6am on the 24th and 25th of March. And I saw the same sign at Trendle Street. So make a note in your diary for those as well. That's it for today. Do you remember, I'm always on the lookout for people to contribute items to the podcast. I spend a lot of time searching online and going around picking up leaflets and looking at posters. But of course, that means I miss some. So if you have an event, or you know of someone who has an event, or is starting a new business, or is offering something different in their business... Or if you've just got an anecdote about how Sherborne used to be I'd love to hear from you so do get in touch sue at Voicespodcast.com until next week thanks for listening look after yourselves bye for now